Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Rosa Ritchie of the Shepparton News. And so it is, and Rosa joins me in the studio right now. Good morning, Rosa. Good morning. The week that was. What has been happening, Rosa? Lots. Lots. (laughs) Everything is ramping up and um, uh, in, I suppose, education, health, employment, fun community stuff, Christmas stuff galore. Yes, everyone's trying to get through everything before they take a break, I think. Yeah. Which is understandable. This is my last appearance before I take a break as well. Fair enough. There's, there's light at the end of the, the work tunnel while we're taking <laughs> holidays. I'm sure everyone will really enjoy this summer. Yes, let's hope so. So I suppose today there's a lot of year 12 or former year 12 students, I should say. They're officially not high school students anymore. And if they went for an ATAR, they now know what it is. So um, I, today they're thinking about where they might go to uni if they haven't already accepted an offer or they're changing their preferences in light of their results. So, um, And, of course, not everyone goes to uni, so plenty of people are probably already working, and that's good. Yep, or looking for a job or thinking about... Yeah, so I, I, it always stands out to me, because even though it was a while ago, it was a very exciting time, if a bit of a daunting time. So when, yeah, everyone... We noticed everyone get their results yesterday and... Um, someone from the newsroom ran out to go and meet some of the kids who, um, you know, got really high results and um, to chat about where they were going. Um, yeah, it just reminded me of it's a very notable moment in life. So Yeah, and back in my day, it was all, of course, by mail, not online, and it didn't come till I think, the end of January. So, um, or maybe it came... Maybe it came in the year, but it certainly wasn't this early, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe not knowing for the whole summer would be a kind of <laughs> yeah. nice ignorance is bliss, you Maybe. know. Maybe, yeah. yes. So good luck to all those kids. Well, not really, as you say, not really yeah. kids anymore. Yes, yeah. Um, good luck and even if you didn't get the mark you wanted, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems very important at the moment, but uh, yes, it becomes less and less important as time yeah. goes on, of course. Yes, yes. Um one of my favourite stories this week was about Olivia Akers, who's an eight-year-old girl from Tally Groupner, and she's a bit of a film director and an uh, actress yes, yes. And, an, and a visionary, a creative. <laughs> it's one of the most imaginative videos I've watched in a really long time. So she, for the second year in a row, won in her category in a, a film festival competition called My State Student Film Festivals, and... They get a prompt and, you know, they have to think of a video that relating to that prompt. And so um, somehow she pulled a window as the prompt into this highly detailed, funny, elaborate um, Olympics held on her farm with all the farm animals very much participating <laughs> in, in race activities. Um, so a couple of days ago I linked the video in the, in the news blog um, and and I highly recommend. I haven't seen it yet. I'll definitely check it out. I highly recommend watching <laughs> it. It is just it'll put a smile on your face if you're feeling a bit drawn at this time of year. It it 
Yeah. So, so basically, it's on YouTube. And we can, it's on YouTube. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Well, I think we, we need to put that on the One FM Facebook page too. Yeah, that Olivia like Akers. It's very, very fun. Okay. Yeah. Good on you, Olivia. Um, a bit of a more serious story from this week was um, one I wrote about politicians and a few community members pushing once again for Shepparton to be funded to have an early parenting centre. Um, there are three at the moment in Melbourne and there are an additional seven being built around Victoria, but three of those, if I remember correctly, um, are in regional Victoria. And the the northeast is is just a big gap in the map of where those er- early parenting centres w- will be built. So statistically, um, you'd think we would qualify. Y- yes, yeah. When you look at the rates of you know um, o- on very various factors, including you know teenage pregnancy and um, you know use of you know the demographics of our population the being quite young. Demographics of our population. Um, so I heard from. Uh, you know, for instance, Family Care told me about how they refer people from not just Shepparton but surrounding towns um, who need extra support to an early parenting centre in Melbourne. But, of course, the travel to get to mm. Melbourne is a huge obstacle. Yes, of course. You know, in some instances, um, Family Care staff have actually hopped in the car and it driven, you know, a, a, a mother, another parent and the baby down to the centre to make sure that they get there. And putting a baby in a car for four hours, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and you're often going there because... You, yeah, you've got problems. You're going yeah. through something really yeah. difficult. It's not practical. Yeah, yeah. So it, um, it's been described to me as a gap. You know, we have yep. wonderful services, um, but they aren't, they're not such a high degree of care. You can't stay overnight, for example, and you can't. both parents can't stay together overnight um, in other facilities such as a you know um in the in in a more hospitalized setting so um it was yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if a few more stories crop up about this because it it came about wendy lovell mentioned it in a in a story when she was talking about funding for stage two of uh gv health's redevelopment and after that story was published all these people cropped up who had something to say about the early parenting center so it's something that a lot of people want and um, hopefully we'll see some action over the next year. hope so. The other just nice thing that's happening this weekend is carols are coming back to the gardens. Yeah, we're, brought, we're doing an outside broadcast from there. Beautiful. Well, and it's just, to me, it's a hallmark of something that is an annual event that I haven't probably been to for definitely two years because of COVID. Um, so I think for a lot of people, it'll be a feeling like, oh, th- some if sense we of normality. Can, if we can yes. do this, things are a little bit more normal. So you'll be there singing along, will you? Oh, I hope so. I'll, <laughs> I'll have dark sunglasses on so that I can sing loudly and no one will figure out where it's coming from. Okay. <laughs> there was some news on the political front too this week. Yeah. So we um, last, I think last week we were talking about. Um, that we knew that Damien Drum will be stepping down and we knew that independent candidate Rob Priestley had put his hand up. But we're talking the, about the federal electorate here, yes. The federal electorate of Nichols. Yes. Uh, but we didn't know who else was going to run for Well, we had our suspicions, but nobody was saying. Yes. And so now all the, the dust has settled. Sam Birrell will um, vie for pre-selection for the Nationals Party. Former CEO of Committee for Greater Shepparton. Yes. Off, uh, a regular on this radio station. 
and that's a name that a lot of listeners, as you say, will be familiar with. Um, Looking for pre-selection for the Liberal Party, it's a name that maybe not as many people have heard. His name is Stephen Brooks and he's a um, he's a farmer from Cobram and he also teaches in a high school. He teaches business subjects. Um, and our Mayor Kim O'Keefe has ruled out vying for federal politics. So I think the rumour mill was churning that maybe um, Kim was considering putting her hat in the ring um, and that won't be happening. But according to your story today, she's given a bit of a hint that maybe she'll look at state politics. Yes, time will tell. Time will tell. Anything else you need to let us go about before I let you get on with your working day, Rosa? I don't think so. It's just, it's been a very lovely time every week coming um, coming in here and I won't, I won't <laughs> Highlight be doing of your week, it. I'm sure. <laughs> I won't be doing it for a little while. I'll be at the beach or, you know, well, you lying keep back in a hammock enjoy. in the backyard. But I look forward to coming back in January and I hope everyone has a really safe um, and happy summer. Well, thank you very much for... To your contri- for your contribution to the program this year, Rosa. Pleasure. Been um, a pleasure having you in and um, yeah, helping keep our listeners informed on the week that was. And we will talk to you next year.